Good morning and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition. We, we look at what is new in research, what's hot in the news, or any subject that affects our health, vitality, and longevity. Well, today's topic I chose, and I wanted to revisit this topic because my mother just had her 88th birthday, my husband his 70th, and today I am celebrating my 65th birthday. And you know, 90 is the new 50. And 65 is the new 30, right? As I get older, I really focus on what I can do daily to stack my cards towards longevity. Because the older we get, the more important it is to pay attention and vigilant and do these things. Youth can be silly, and that's kind of forgiving. But as we get older, we have to be wiser. So today I am focusing on what we can do daily to increase our odds of having that health, vitality, and longevity, looking especially at those cultures who, when people are born, they can just about expect to live to be 100 healthfully. Longevity, anti-aging, We all want to be strong, healthy, fit, sharp, and engaged in life, having all the fun, doing all the rewarding things, and making this world a better place. There's been tons of research that's found we can do a lot to reduce our risk and be free of chronic disease like cancer, diabetes, heart disease, kidney disease, dementia, any debilitating problem. But, you know, by looking around... Health, vitality, and longevity doesn't just happen by chance these days, especially in the United States. We are the sickest nation while spending more money on chronic health care than any other country by far. In the United States, only 4% of health care dollars is on prevention. 88% of health care dollars is spent on cleaning up the problem after it's happened. Preventable things, but 88% on cleaning up the problem. Unfortunately, most hospitals exist to treat chronic disease, and that's what makes the whole paradigm hard to fix. I've done whole shows you can go back and listen to, but it's important to know that research is showing that Really, what we do on a regular basis is what makes the biggest difference. You know, there was the famous Danish twin study and showed that only 10% of our health is dictated by our genes. Some people do win that genetic lottery and they have that longevity gene. But generally, for most of us, 10% is genetic and the other 90% is our lifestyle. 90%. That's a whole lot of what we should be doing. However, because not a whole lot of money is made on prevention, you don't get big promotions for health, except from those of us whose passion it is to have prevention, because usually those of us that do this have had ill health and recovered. Most of us today won't be healthy enough to be dancing on the dance floor in our 90s. But when I look at my clients and customers who are not only dancing, but cooking, driving, gardening, shopping, volunteering, engaging in life at an age when their peers, well, aren't so lucky, what habits do these 90-somethings do? What do they do on a regular basis that has promoted a healthy body and mind 
that we could do to give us a chance at being having a longer life, living better. We need to look at these healthy populations. So first, you know, I look at some of my favorite places on the planet, locations we call the blue zones, the longevity zones. These people naturally have vitality in their 90s and 100s, and when it's all over, they pass in their sleep uneventfully. You know, really common places, Italy, Sardinia, Japan's Okinawa, Loma Linda, California, Seventh-day Adventist. Costa Rica's Nicoya Peninsula, Icaria, the Greek island. But there are more, but these are the ones that we've actually studied. So first thing we notice that they are active. They don't sit all day. Exercise, you know, they don't exercise. They don't go to classes, but they move all day naturally, every day. They don't have the modern conveniences to wash clothes. So they mow the yards, they garden, they shop, they walk, they move. Not only does this keep the body strong, but activity and exercise is one of the most important things to keep the brain sharp. And we're going to talk about that later. And it prevents dementia. All exercise boosts BDNF, brain-derived neurotrophic factor. So that keeps the brain active and spry. Like they used to say, you're only as young as your feet. Well, throw in a bit of heavy lifting and you've got a bonanza. Sitting is indeed the new smoking. Exercise reverses insulin resistance, type 2 diabetes. It improves blood flow to the heart, builds muscles, strong bones, reduces food cravings, and burns fat. So get out of that chair and get a move on. Second thing, the blue zones have the right outlook on life. They downshift, they pray, they don't rush and stress, they laugh, they enjoy. They have different ways to downshift from stress, but they, they do that on a daily basis. One way to downshift is to meditate. Studies show meditation improves attention and memory and creativity, and it slows and reverses age-related loss of brain volume. So think of meditation as a form of brain exercise, and that can keep your brain younger, longer, and reduces ADHD. Another thing to look at is the positive impact that actually a positive outlook has on longevity. A Yale study found that a positive glass-half-full attitude has a greater effect on longevity than not smoking or cholesterol levels. In fact, thinking positive about getting older has been shown to extend lifespan by as much as 7.5 years. So looking forward to that next year is a good thing. Third thing, and this is really important, they sleep well and they nap if they want to. Lack of sleep contributes to all the chronic things, obesity, diabetes, and heart disease, all of which are risk factors for dementia. Sleep deprivation impairs memory and eventually leads to cognitive decline. Sleep is the unsung hero of habits. Sleep is so rejuvenating for the brain that it's now considered mental floss. We all need to sleep eight restorative hours to stay healthy. Most fail to fully appreciate how important sleep is. I know I was one of them. You try to get the most out of every day, 
but you can't cheat on sleep. It has got a major role in recovery, repair, and optimal healing. On a deeper level, your brain needs to sleep to maintain metabolic balance. Without enough sleep, those brain neurons can begin to break down and impair your brain's ability for learning, for memory, and just functioning normally. The deep sleep stage is where your brain's glymphatic system, like the old lymphatic system, kicks in and eliminates waste like beta amyloid plaque associated with Alzheimer's. So just some of the obvious effects of inadequate sleep are poor memory and concentration, heightened stress levels, weight gain, food cravings, weakened immune system, and potentially increased susceptibility to infections. Ways to get a good night's sleep is to avoid the blue light from electronic screens like your TV, your tablets, your computers, your phones. Blue light from these electronics stimulate the brain like a cup of coffee and suppresses melatonin, the sleep hormone. It is a stupendous idea to turn off all electronic things one to two hours before bedtime. And during that hour, maybe get a nice bedtime ritual. And remember, a dark, cool room is best for a cool night's sleep. I had to become a real student of sleep. I even got one of those rings that measures my sleep, and it has been life-changing. Quality sleep cannot be underestimated. Okay, fourth thing. People in the blue zones have a sense of purpose, and that's worth seven extra years. They need to be needed and have a reason for getting up in the morning. There is nothing that says we should retire. In fact, the retirement year is one of the most dangerous times, according to research. So plan to stay involved and engaged and constantly learning. Since I turned 65 today, hmm, will I retire? As if that's the magic year we're expected to retire? Why? Sure sounds like a bad idea. When you look at the research, you stop, you rust. Okay, next thing. Blue zones eat wisely. There is no such thing as junk food or kids' food. They eat real food. And there is a current diet being researched called the MIND diet, and that's short for Mediterranean Diet Intervention for Neurological Delay, or actually it's neurodegenerative delay. So the MIND diet very much matches what they eat in the blue zones, and it's designed to prevent or slow brain decline. Early studies show that it lowers the risk of Alzheimer's by 53% by those who follow it closely and 35% who follow it loosely. So what is it? Lots of plants, five to seven colorful vegetables a day, and only one to two servings of fruit because, you know, fruit is going to raise the insulin. So the MIND diet has 10 food groups, kind of hard to keep track of, but basically Green leafy vegetables, other vegetables, nuts, berries, beans, whole grains thrown into soup, but not a major part of their meal and not really ground up. Fish, poultry, olive oil, and wine. Yeah, wine is a food group. In fact, wine has been shown to improve brain health and to help protect against Alzheimer's in several studies. But I got to tell you, keys moderation. Too much can have bad effects on the brain and make you more likely to get dementia. So maybe a few glasses a week. Research shows that three a week has no downsides, but more than that can be a problem for some. 
So beyond vitamins and minerals, these 25,000 phytonutrients in brightly colored fruits and vegetables are powerful messengers that talk to our cells. They instruct our genes to turn down inflammation, promote detoxification, and improve cognitive function, keep you thinking good. So these phytochemicals protect our cells in so many ways. So eat your colorful veggies for so many reasons. And the Blue Zones do not overeat. In fact, some of these cultures have like an 80% rule, like the 3,000-year-old Confucius saying, Hari Hachi Bu, that really means 80% full. They never overeat or eat after sunset. Staying at a healthy weight is critical. It's essential, non-negotiable for good health. If you can pinch an inch, it's time to get smaller plates and put down the fork until you are 80% full. Hari Hachi Boo. You know, so and then there's things like intermittent fasting or just a simple 14 hour overnight fast allows your body to extend the period of time to rejuvenate. It lets the digestive system rest and the priority can shift to detoxification, healing, building stem cells and new bone. It kind of goes into the cleanup fix-up mode when it doesn't have to be digesting. We are not nocturnal feeders like raccoons. In humans, production of insulin declines after 8 p.m., so those late-night carb snacks are not a good idea for restorative processes that are essential to longevity. So stop eating three hours before bed, wait to two hours after rising to break that fast, and, and you're doing intermittent fasting. Another thing they do, number seven, is they connect. They take care of each other. No one is alone. In fact, in some of these cultures, friends form an additional family unit that's maintained for a lifetime. They're still close and connecting in their 90s. Number eight, blue zones connect to a faith-based community, which is associated to an extra four to 14 years longer. We innately need to link to something bigger than us. Lastly, they belong to a group that's healthy. You are influenced by those around you. In fact, they call obesity contagious. If you're surrounded by obese people, your risk of obesity and all of the other diseases associated with disease, with obesity goes up a whopping 171%. On the other side, if you've got friends that take care of themselves, you will too. So associate like the Blue Zones. Choose your friends and environment wisely. Be sure that whoever you hang out with has healthy habits. Not to say that you kick your family members out if they have unhealthy habits, but just be careful they don't influence you. You've got to live in your body and only you are responsible for you. So bottom line, it's a whole lot of diet and lifestyle that impacts our health. Diet's a huge component, but it's not alone. It's not enough. It is sleep. It's spiritual connection. It's low stress. It's activity. It's mindset. I thought this one was interesting. People who walk 72 blocks, who counts, a week had better brain volumes. And if you follow these people over time, their risk of dementia decreases. It's cheap. It helps general health. And in a lot of cult cultures, People walk to church together. They share lunch. They maybe include a glass of wine, in moderation, of course. And they may order fish, which is going to boost the gray matter. So it's all working together, you know. 
There's so much we can do. And I want to thank you for listening to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is new in research, what's hot in the news, or any topic that can affect your health, vitality, and longevity. So I hope you have a spectacular day. Maybe take a walk with a friend while munching some of your colorful vegetables.